good morning, everybody. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. Careers and coffee. This is episode number 11. I had to look that up. I lost count. Yeah, it's just, we're so great at this now. <laughs> <laughs> Experienced <laughs> podcasters, right? Uh, YouTubers. Um, cool. Well, I have big news today, Liz. Yeah? Guess what? September 16th. We're going back to having a career fair. Career fair? Oh, ooh, I pointed the oh, wrong way. Career other week. Other way. <laughs> career week. So, so uh, special announcement. Yeah, we are having a career week that that entire week, uh, September 13th through the 16th, culminating with an in-person career fair at Newbo City Market, downtown Cedar Rapids, Newbo District, um, in conjunction with a meet me at the market Thursday night at at Newbo City Market. Yeah, so you could hop on a VO and get yourself to the career fair. <laughs> and do some yoga and hang out and get some food. And yeah, so. I'm excited. I'm excited. Absolutely. Uh, 3.30 to 6.30. Thursday night. I know we're still, what, two, two plus months away. Yeah. Almost three months away. But we're excited. Um, we're expecting up to 30 employers, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. I know we've already got a few lined up and many more to come. So we're, we're pumped up for that. Yeah, I would say the employers are very excited to have an in-person career fair. So I think it's a win-win. And hopefully you have a job by September and you don't even need to come to our career fair. But um, it's going to be a really great way to kind of mix with employers and the, the, the excitement that is Nubo and um, just... Get, get a sense of what's out there. So maybe you're thinking, oh, actually, I'm not going to return to work until the fall when my kids are back in school. Um, so September 16th is a little bit after that. So you have time to get people kind of settled into routines at that point. So it's really going to be a good time. And career week is all about getting you prepped for that day in person of, um, you know, refining your resume and talking up your, you know, uh, interview skills and maybe just working over your elevator pitch and, and some of those things. And we had some good feedback from job seekers who attended the spring career week that was just virtual um, about how it kind of helped them kind of get a focus when they were doing their job search. So hope it'll do the same for you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we'll, we'll put links to where you can go sign up actually for career week. If you're interested in doing that already, I know we've already had several people sign up Mm -hmm. um, and say they want to attend. and I just want to say real quick, there, there is a reason why we uh, ask people to sign up and, and we capture email addresses and names. And uh, it's because the employers that attend, they want to live. They want to they want resumes. They, they want a list of people that were there. Um, and so it's kind of mutually beneficial, right? Uh, you as a job seeker um, want to get your resume in front of all these employers. They're at the career fair looking for uh people hungry to work. So um, that's the reason why we ask people to sign up. Um, if you don't do it on our website, where and we'll put a link in the show notes here, um, you'll, you can sign up um, the day of the event. Yeah, and everyone that does sign up is in and shows up to career week or a career fair, like in person, um, will be in the running for a $50 Amazon gift card. So Ooh. just a little sweeten the deal there. 50 bucks. 50 buckaroos. That'll go a long ways on Amazon. That's a, that's a lot of coffee. 
<laughs> I guess it depends if you have Prime or not. <laughs> For me, <laughs> 50 true, bucks doesn't true. go very far. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um, that's enough about career. We career. Um, we just want to touch briefly today on unemployment. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, right now we're in uh, late June of 2021. Uh, we have a, a lot of people that haven't returned to the workforce yet, kind of post-COVID, maybe uh, you bought, they lost their job or um, became unemployed sometime in 2020. And then um, just, you know, for whatever reason, everybody's situation is kind of different. Have not returned to the workforce yet. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe are holding out, looking for that right job, or you know, waiting for their um, the job industry that they work in to pick back up a little bit more. Um, so uh, we just wanted to touch on you know some of some of the benefits and opportunities um, with going back to work and, and having a job. Um, and so uh, aside from just having a regular paycheck, I have a few of these pulled up on my other monitor right now, but. Um, Liz, I want I want to uh, get your thoughts on having the number two thing they say aside from uh, a regular paycheck as a benefit is a sense of identity. Yeah. So I want to get your thoughts on having a sense of identity with what you do in your job. That's definitely um, something that when you lose a job, you feel a loss of is a sense of identity. So sometimes the the sense of identity that comes with a job isn't something you notice until it's gone. Mm. And I think the main thing there is that it's the recognition that you get from working somewhere with that exchange of money. You know, so you're getting paid to, to perform a service of some kind. Um, that exchange, just the simple exchange that's happening there tells yourself like subconsciously that you have a value <laughs> and everyone has a value whether they're working or not. So I'm not, I'm not trying to make a statement about uh, your value. Um, it's just, it's just something that automatically comes with working that, um, that you have to actually, if you're, let's say you're a stay-at-home parent, you have to kind of like artificially create that sense of identity through your work as a stay-at-home parent. Mm. But it just kind of comes naturally when someone is actually paying you to show up because like you're not getting that appreciation and thanks from your family for showing up every day. Maybe you are. Maybe you have a really special family. <laughs> a really special <laughs> <one>. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's definitely true. Um, I think it can go um, the wrong way sometimes when you over-identify with your job. And then all of a sudden, because of structural changes or because of the economy or because of the way business went, all of a sudden you're out of that role. And then you feel this loss of like, okay, well, who am I? So um, I would just caution against tying yourself too closely to that job, but mm-hmm. it's, it is definitely a benefit um, to, to having a job. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, glancing down this list a little bit further, um, and this, this kind of ties in with that, especially with what you brought up, is having a work-life balance. Mm. Could you expand on the importance of having a little bit of a balance, maybe between what you do at work and what you do away from work? Yeah. Well, this this is also a tricky one. Why are you asking me all these hard questions, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is, I don't know if there is such a thing as total work-life balance because, you know, you're, you're sacrifice, you're making sacrifices every day for one or the other, um, mm-hmm. your life or your job. But if you don't 
have enough money to eat, then you're sacrificing that that need, you know. So I think work-life balance um, can, you know, if you aren't working and you could get over, you could over and I don't know how to say this, um, you could get overwhelmed with the sense of, you know, the freedom that you have or all the different things that you could potentially do and inadvertently create roadblocks for yourself. But when you have the structure of work, um, it puts things into perspective and like, okay, well, I only have so much time outside of my schedule to accomplish my life goals. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to need to be um, aggressive with those goals to make them happen. I can't just wait for them to happen. So I guess because there's a box there, it might help with with creating a, a sense of, of balance, a little bit of structure. I don't know. Was, is that what it said? Did I did I hit the mark? I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing here. It just gives me bullet points. But okay. yeah, no, I, <laughs> I I completely agree with you. I think um, you you touched on a couple things in both of those points. The sense of identity, um, maybe not. Like I think these are both very intertwined, right? So it's like mm. the sense of identity thing. If you identify yourself as your job. I mean, where, and you work, 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 right. and then you don't have that. You could definitely feel that loss, like you mentioned, but then you also maybe didn't have a great work-life balance to begin with. And, mm -hmm. you know, at any, at any given time, um, like you mentioned, maybe work needs a little more effort. Um, maybe your life away from work needs a little more effort. So um, I agree. Like there's, there's definitely a pull probably at all times um, in your work-life balance. Um, but those two things are very closely uh, intertwined in my mind. Yeah, if, if you come to the end of your work day and you have no brain power and you have nothing left to give and you show up at home and, um, you know, that's not satisfying either. So there's the, the you just have to um, figure out how to manage your time and, um, say no to some of those pressures that come at you throughout the day and likewise in your home life the same thing applies and so just having that sense of responsibility to a job will help sometimes help set those priorities mm -hmm. um we did have a recent story in the um gazette which i thought was kind of interesting and i think it might i, I don't know i related to it a little bit um it was talking about re-entry anxiety oh, of people re-entering the workforce or maybe even those working from home uh being you know told basically to report back to work now <laughs> the pandemic's over you know um and i i just thought it was kind of interesting have you have you i had a question for you dan i mean have you felt this level of re-entry anxiety i know the gazette isn't back yet but we are going to be heading back there in the fall uh definitely yeah um you know uh working from home for so long and i i live alone as well so uh you know uh, last year <laughs> and for a majority of maybe the last 15 months uh i didn't i would go sometimes days with kind of just seeing myself um except for maybe you know getting outside and going for a walk yeah. or something and seeing some people on the sidewalk um so I, I definitely felt a little bit of this re-entry anxiety. Um, 
I ran into somebody yesterday that I hadn't seen in a couple of years. And I was like, I was trying to have a conversation with them. And um, I was like, man, I really have become a little socially awkward. <laughs> Maybe I've always <laughs> been a little socially awkward, but uh, you know, it was just, you know, we weren't quite sure like how far to stand away from each other, um, mm-hmm. you know, as somebody that I hadn't seen in a while. And so, um, yeah, definitely with like social events. And I know on Monday, we had a, a team meeting down mm-hmm. at our office and just five of us. And um, I thought that was an amazing experience, really, because <laughs> we, we hadn't had an in-person meeting forever. And yeah. uh, I tell you what, it was, um, I thought it was really good um, to actually get off, get off of the computer, get off of Zoom. You know, Zoom's, Zoom is great, but um, you know, it was good to get back in person and, and see some faces and be around people. It was interesting too, because we've been on zoom for over a year and in our meeting, we were able to have two conversations going on at the same time, which potentially is a problem. Like we should really all be in the same conversation and not have them, but it's just funny. Cause like that could never happen over zoom because you wouldn't be able to understand the other person because of microphones and te- you know, and the camera and all that stuff. And yeah, that delay. was interesting. So, uh, there's definitely that. I, I feel that re-entry anxiety still, um, even mm-hmm. though I have a job. And so I just wonder, it must be difficult for job seekers who haven't been working for some time, or maybe they have not been seeking a job for some time and are now starting to get ready to, to seek a job for the first time in a little while. So there's that gap. And like you said, social awkwardness is set in for everyone and um, all those layers on top. So I think there are many challenges job seekers are facing right now. It's not uh, black and white, you know, like, well, you know, if you listen to the news, sometimes they'll say, well, if people just would work, you know, we'd be better off. And it's like, well, it's not that simple. Like there are a lot of complicated factors that go into whether someone is seeking work at any given time. And um, I don't know what the solution is, but I think, I think just setting small steps for yourself if you're going to go on that path of re-entry to the workforce, um, maybe the first step is just looking at an application. Like what are the things that they're asking for in the application? Maybe you're not even actually going to hit apply today, but maybe just click that apply now button just to see what is the very next step of the application process. Because sometimes it's upload a resume. Sometimes it's create an account. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's read this giant PDF and put all the information in. There's not great uniform ways that people can get jobs now. Yeah. It's not a one size fits all applying for a job. Yeah. Well, I want to hit on just one more thing. And I know we, we've talked a little longer today, maybe than we were expecting <laughs> to, but um, I do want to go back a couple, couple weeks now. We attended Entree Fest. Um, oh yeah. Conference downtown Cedar Rapids. And um, I attended virtually. I think you did in person, but mm-hmm. um, we are our, our keynote speaker. Um, his name is Marcus. Um, he was formerly incarcerated and he talked about his uh, path to finding a job. Um, and I don't, uh, I, I think this holds true for anybody looking for a job, but he said he got turned down 41 times. And on his 42nd job application, he was then accepted and uh, <laughs> got a job at a, a paint store. Um, and he kind of talked about his story and how he relayed that into 
starting his own business. And, um, you know, now he's, you know, working full time on his own business. But I thought it was a really interesting story. And it kind of what resonated to me was kind of the uh, strength in numbers, right? Like, mm. how do you have the ability to get turned down 41 <laughs> times, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then on that 42nd try, you get it. And that's just, that's persistence and patience. Well, think about what actors go through, right? Like yeah. they get turned down all the time throughout their career and they continue to try. And that's just persistence there, you know, persistence is key. And one of the really cool things about Marcus's story was that, and we'll share um, if there's a link to the Andre Fest uh, keynote, you should definitely watch it because it was really inspiring for all of us. Um, but the, the thing is he used that, job opportunity as a springboard for his life and there's is there something unique and amazing about a clerk at a paint store i he's just selling paint right like that was a very kind of simple job that he was doing but he did it with such joy and passion um that people flocked to him wanted to buy paint from him and then it turned into this kind of oh maybe there's something there maybe i've got something here and he became a connector from for, between contractors and people wanting to, you know, homeowners wanting to have someone else paint and actually want to paint. And so he was able to make yeah. that connection there and, and built the business off of that and then um, became an entrepreneur after that. So that treating that next job like your first job. It's, it could be it could be something really interesting for you. Um, you know, just come at it with a different perspective. I know if you've been working for a while, then out of work, it may you may feel a lot of like mental blocks about re-entering the workforce, and you may come to a job interview with a lot of baggage. But if you could maybe just flip it so that you're treating that job opportunity as potentially your your first job, just treat it like your first job. Um, you could come at it with a renewed sense of potential that is going to speak to an employer in a way that is not going to if you bring all that other well you should hire me because i've got all this experience or you know i've been doing this for however long yeah absolutely and just the i loved the um you know the i, I think the interesting thing is it could have been a paint store it could have been a yeah uh, who knows a furniture store it could have been mm -hmm. in and the, the, the thing about his story was, like you said, he was just so passionate and energetic about just being able to go and, and help people, right? And serve mm -hmm. people and um, have a smile on his face. And uh, I think that's just so important. And um, so uh, that's, that's just a really cool story. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we well, have. We yeah, we talked about a lot of things. We Benefits have. of having a job, right? benefits of having a job yeah we we covered a couple things there we talked about uh career week and career fair yeah. upcoming september 16th is the career fair and then we talked a little bit about um marcus's story right yeah. and um yeah and uh his inspiring message which uh yeah hopefully we can find a, a link to the video um and, and share that in the show notes yeah, so just stay at it, be persistent, and 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 try to come come at your job search with a renewed sense of possibility. Cool. All right, Liz, that'll do it. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Bye bye.
Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.